And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hello. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. How are you? Me too. I'm fine. I'm just hanging out at the bunker, you know, getting used to the quarantine. We've only got, what, a good two, three months left, maybe, before we're able to go outside. I had a doctor's appointment this morning. I left the house. I walked out of the garage and into my vehicle. Amazingly, it started. I drove out into the world, and it was really scary. I didn't know what to think this morning. And I went to the doctor's office and back home. So, I mean, we are right on the precipice of getting back to normal. times i don't know if you've watched tiger king or not on netflix and it's you know you can if you want and it's not it's not worth your time i did it for you so you don't have to so you're welcome i would have not made it all the way through if i didn't feel like i had to do it for you but now there's a facebook group that has formed that is called uh, Break Joe Exotic Out of Jail. In parentheses, they can't stop us all. Wanna bet? I feel like this is the Area 52 thing all over again. Uh, but they're saying May 14th is the uh, Break Joe Exotic Out of Jail. He's in Fort Worth, so he's right here. We'll send a, if, if that looks like it's going to happen, we may send a Chewing the Fat reporter there. So me. To the federal, to the federal penitentiary. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, um, chewing the fat recorder. Are we? Yeah. Are are we hiring? Because got, last time I checked, no chewing, chewing the fat has two people: a producer and a host. And a and reporter. I, okay, so who is this reporter? Sorry, reporters. Reporters. Okay, so who is reporters. this? Who's the reporters? Well. That's part of the job description of a producer and a host. So me and you are going to go. I didn't say that. So I'm going to go. I think you hit the nail right on the head by volunteering. I that's, we can Thank re, you we so much. We You're can, right. You know what, Chris? We can rewind Thank this you. whole thing. I don't so I'll let you know exactly when and where to be, and uh, you can report live. From the uh, federal penitentiary. You know what? I was going to let it go, but um, it's not Area 52, it's Area 51. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. I was going to let Same it go. Thing. I was going to let it go, but no, now that that you are volunteering me to go to. You, I'm not volunteering you. You volunteer. Break Joe from prison on May 14 or March 14. Oh, my gosh. It's Break Joe Exotic. Break Joe Exotic. Out of jail. In parentheses, they can't stop us all. And it's May 14th. You know, I don't think Texas is going to be too um, liberal when it comes to like other states like Michigan. But if you try to go break Joe, no idea how I want that to happen. Oh, man. I don't even know. Right now, 16,000 people have signed up. Have you signed up? No, I have not. Are you going to sign up? I don't think so. I don't want. I, I would not like the feds knocking on my door saying, "Oh, so you're thinking about breaking into a federal penitentiary?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going down. So you figure out of the sixteen thousand, what maybe a thousand show up. Right, if you, I mean, there's going to be more, right? There's oh yeah, yeah, be there, more. yeah. And, and once the people that are home are bored and they find right. the, does it show when it was started? Because I feel that by now, if this been out there for a week and that's how many people you got, then you need to hire a new firm and I volunteer to represent you so you could get more signatures on this Facebook group. I think that might be a, that might go against your rules of reporting though you're going to work for you're going to promote the group and then you're going to report on it for the news i yes. don't know yes yes okay yeah all right 
I still haven't I mean, agreed to I mean, report. I, I appreciate but. you volunteered and reporting on the event. I uh, haven't. I volunteer myself to, for money, to help them <laughs> out and you know get the message out there. <laughs> I want. I, I, just as a side note, and I, and I know that I have no idea in the state of Texas and the city of Fort Worth how I want two or three thousand people to show up and uh, look like they're going to break into a federal penitentiary. They can't stop us all. Oh yeah, they can. Oh yeah, they can. And they'll just they'll just sweep the streets up in Texas. And and those of us that live in Fort Worth, yeah, you're gonna have to uh, not go in this area today. We've got streets to clean. Oh okay. No problem. We'll be detoured around. No problem. Traffic's kind of light now. Anyway, be all right. Don't worry about it. So anyway. Good luck, God bless, and have fun. And, and when you think to yourself, they can't stop us all, yes, they can. By the way, have you clicked on the Facebook group? No. Okay. Yet. Okay. So. <laughs> break Joe Exotic out of jail. They can't stop us, May 14. Do you want to hear who is it hosted by? <laughs> I would like to read to you. All right. Who is this host? Even by? if I say no, but you're going to tell me anyway. I'm going to so tell go you ahead. anyways. First person to host this event, legalize crack for recreational use. Oh, my gosh. The okay, second great. person. Is that a real thing? The second person, legalize crack for religious use. <laughs> those are those even real? And the third person, you know, spawn, you know, hosting this event. Heaven forbid I I post something that's deemed not funny and political on Facebook. They're gonna pull the plug on my post. Absolutely. But legalize crack for religious purposes can host an event that wants to break people out of a federal penitentiary. And not only legalize crack, Jeff is legalize crack because it's all in caps. Oh, okay. So okay, you, you have to say legalize right. crack for religious use, and last, and I, you know, this is no particular order, but I believe this is my favorite one. The third person that is hosting this event is get posting because I'm in shambles, and those this is, are not even a real event. And those are the people right now hosting the break Joe Exotic out of jail. They can't stop us. Oh, in parentheses. By the way, um, do you want to hear Sad. the details of the event? <laughs> I don't know, because it feels like it's not real now, and I wanted it to be real. Uh, I wanted it to be real, too. Um, but, all right, y'all, it is time to shine. Everybody gotta dress up as Joe so they can't tell who is who. We will need lots of crack and tigers and probably a few tanks. This quarantine, our Lord and Savior needs us. That being said, please keep a social distancing of six feet apart. And I'm gonna give him a, a, a correction there. They put six geet apart. So I think he meant to put six feet apart because the F is next to the G on the keyboard. So he might have fat okay. fingered that. So yeah, I, I'll, you know, I apologize. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna apologize for him because he messed up on that one. Um. It's area 51, area 52, F, G, same thing. We all make mistakes, Fisher. Yeah. And how Thanks. dare I demand perfection from legalized crack for recreational use? <laughs> you don't want you don't want perfection in a Facebook post. No, no. From legalized no. crack. No, you don't, you don't. And he or she closes this with, is this real? Is this fake? Did that bitch Carol Baskin kill her husband? Is this gonna get me put on? On a government watch list? Did George Bush do 9-11? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Am I on crack? I guess we might have to find out. See, it's not <laughs> and by the way, this is a religious post. So, oh, Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. So you can't take it down. Because it's a religious post. Can't have, you can't join together and pray in a parking lot. No. In the state of Kentucky, but you can certainly post on Facebook that you want to break someone out of a federal penitentiary, and you're fine. So don't even worry about it. Uh, see, I want it to be real. Gosh darn it.
So are we out of news stories now? Is that the deal? Is that what's going on? We're out of news stories. If it doesn't have to do with coronavirus, and we've got a ton of uh, coronavirus stuff and stories to get to today, and I'll get to them, I promise, and, and we'll do it. But So I see this story, a brand new story, CNN website, uh, CNN uh, travel, and it's about, and the headline is, 64-year-old man accidentally ejects himself from a fighter jet at 2,500 feet, and it's got today's date on it. Um, that's like a year-old story. Maybe more. We did it on, I remember doing the story. I remember making laughing about it, I because nobody died. Nobody died. I remember talking about not being able to go in fighter jets because of there's no fat guy seating. And it's treated, they're treating it like it's a brand new story. It's incredible. And so, I mean, I, I guess we're out of stories. I guess we're out of stories. So we're just going to start redoing. You know what we ought to do? We're going to go back a little more than a year or more and find really good stories and post them as if they're new. Okay? Go. That's now your job. Now, if you're a reporter working for, you know, CNN content on the in the travel edition, you're like, I get to keep my job? That's all I have to do is go back and find old stories to report and make them sound like new? <laughs> hey, did you hear about the 64-year-old man accidentally ejecting himself from a fighter jet at 2,500 feet? Yeah. Yeah, it just happened. It just happened. I know it sounds exactly like what happened a little over a year ago, but it just happened. And it's a brand new story. And so here you go. Good luck. God bless. I want to play. Where we're at. So I be wanna, on the lookout for that. I want to play devil's advocate. Is it the one year anniversary of this guy ejecting himself out of this seat? Okay. A. No. Okay. B. Pretty close, though. Pretty close. I feel like it was feel when I went back and looked, it was the fifth of April. Okay. Was the original was the story from last year. But uh but that doesn't say hey, you know, it's been a year since Bill accidentally ejected himself from the fighter jet and he's still having heart palpitations remembering it. Or, uh, you know, hey, his ankle still hurts from parachuting to the ground and rolling around. Because remember, he lost his helmet because he was an idiot and didn't have his helmet on right. So it flew off when he when he pushed the eject button. Remember? It doesn't say any of that. It's treated like a new story. So I think that's where we're at. I think that's where we're at. We're just going to make up stuff. We're going to make up stuff. And we're not even making up stuff now because we don't want to get caught for making up stories. We're just going to go back and treat old stories like a do. Okay. Just be on the lookout for that. When you, for the headlines, all right, when you see the headlines, think to yourself, when you, when you think to yourself, I think that sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> it's because it is. Yeah. It's the same story that you read a year or two ago, except that it's just being treated as brand new. Okay. This weekend, Amy Holmes, who uh, we just used to work here at the Blaze and uh, works for PBS now, I believe. And she uh, she had tweeted out uh, things that you're thankful for. And she wanted to know, you know, what are you thankful for? And she started it off with, you know, indoor plumbing, Wi-Fi, sweatpants. Then she added tweezers, sugar-free chocolate pudding. Serial killer shows. Now, of course you're thankful for family. And I don't think this tweet actually got the traction she was hoping for because everybody's kind of thankful for the same things now. You know, like we're thankful for Wi-Fi. Everybody's thankful that we have the internet, right? Especially in, you know, quarantine world. But I was thinking that, you know, so, and of course you're thankful for your health. And of course you're thankful for your family. I get it. And, you know, it's one I'm thankful that we're all together and why people were sick and now they're better. Okay. 
I got to. People were sick. We're thankful that we're still here, but Grandpa died. Okay, thank you. But what are you really thankful for? I mean, like, since I had a tornado hit my house, I mean, I'm really thankful to have an actual roof over my head now. I'm thankful for that. I know, you know what else I'm thankful for? Nail clippers. I was watching a show the other night about people coming back from the coming to the future. Coming back, they're coming to the future from the past, and they're like these Vikings, and all. And there was no, I mean, it was pretty realistic show because bad teeth. You know, they're they had to bite their nails, and their fingers are you know scraped up from rocks hitting them to keep their nails clean. And so I, you know, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for you know toothbrushes. They don't have toothbrushes, man. You're brushing your teeth with, and when she, this girl. In this episode, was uh, that time of the month again? But she was back from the Viking days. I can't remember the stupid show. It was some European show that was dubbed on Netflix, some kind of detective show. And I like the premise. It was just kind of a eh, show. But uh, all these people were coming, just showing up in the all over the world. And so they were setting a premise that all these people were coming back from the dead from different times. But she was the one of the stars of the show. It was, you know, her time of the month. And what she was doing was finding, like, clumps of grass and moss to use as something that would assist her from, you know, blood everywhere. And I was thinking, wow, man, you did not want to live in, the, in those times. Man. It's all good to think about. Yeah, I was a Viking in a past life. Were you? Were you? Yeah, okay. No way. We live in incredible times. Which, by the Be- way, I'm sorry. The I believe that after me watching Downton Abbey and all these old TV shows like this, man, that was the way to live. Downton Abbey to this day is the best TV show. And they just recreated, the people that created uh, Downton Abbey just released a brand new series on Epics. And since Epic is running this uh, free TV show until May without subscription, and it's called Belgravia. Sorry, B-E-L-G-R-A-V-I-A. Oh, man. Watch the first episode today. Just got released. So good. So good. It's about 200 years ago. Follows this rich family. You know, Travis. Life may have been better if you were rich a couple hundred years ago. So you're telling me that you, Jeff Fisher, you, Jeff Fisher, back in the day, you not be the rich fat guy? With the way your mind works, you're not going to be the guy, you know, what they call in this show, the magician. You know, the guy <laughs> that magically brings all the supplies for the troops. What do I'm you a need? Fan. You, you need, uh, uh, oh, supplies? Donezo, here you go. I can get it for you. you t- you telling me you. that's not you? Of course it is, but okay. I don't want to. I mean, I, I'm comfortable now. You're comfortable now because now it's I don't want to put it. I don't want to. Put a. I don't want my wife putting moss. Yeah, but that's what you legs. know now. Now you have the ability to cut your nails, to go outside. You know, pre-COVID nineteen, you were able to go outside. Post-COVID nineteen, we might be going back to you know Downtown Abbey yeah, and Bill Gravia. So, but we don't know that we're not there yet. So let's not get yeah, too yeah. ahead. Yeah, we'll but you telling me that you not knowing what you know right now, you will not be like oh, the king. Now, if you could go, if you could go back without knowing, knowing what you what know, no, oh, knowing what you know, that'd be see. But now, now, now you're changing history, though. Now you just come in and changing history. Hey, hey no, don't follow. Yeah, you're not that. supposed to do that. If you're a time traveler, yes. you can't be. You no, can't you can't be messing with anything that, that affects go, the time. You the can't, timeline. You can't go kill, you know, Tesla and take yeah. his spot. You can't do that. 
Yeah, you no. can't. You can't affect the timeline. No, no. I mean, the world is completely off kilter then. Absolutely. I mean, you, everything gets out of whack. Yes. But the world would adjust, right? You, you would find a way to bring it back, which means yes. that you yes. you would be dead. Yes. Means that you would die. Yes. The world will try to you know correct itself. Make it right. Yes, yeah. correct itself. But yes, but. You not knowing what you know today, you go back 200 years ago and you in Bulgaria or Br no, Br Brussels, that's where it is. It, it takes place in Brussels. Oh, you're the you're the kingpin. You're I the would magician. like to think that to be true. I would like to think that to be true. Odds are I'm laying on the streets waiting for somebody to throw me a piece of bread rolling around with the rats. Sad. <laughs> As we walk along to the break room to get a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Uh, whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart, okay? iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever you like. Just subscribe to the podcast, Chewing the Fat. Then, and I, I don't feel like it's asking too much. I don't think it's asking too much. If you're listening right now and you're not a subscriber to this podcast, <laughs> a freeloader, okay? And for right now, it's free for you to subscribe to. I can't promise that it's going to be forever. So get it while it's free. Get it while supplies last. That's free. Chewing the fat. All right. We're in the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola sugar desperately. Oh, so good. So today is a special day for those of us who are in quarantine and want a new story to dive into. Roshni Chosky has uh, a brand new book, the third book, and we already know is a four-part series of uh, incredible, uh, the third chapter of her four-part series uh, right now from her best-selling series is uh, the, the new book, Tree of Wishes. Is that right? It's just Tree of Wishes, the third round, right? That's true. Tree of Wishes. And actually, we haven't had a chance to announce it yet, but it the series has actually been expanded to five books. I love you for that. You know <laughs> what? You know what? This is doing so well. Yeah, we're going to make You know what? I think I can do five. I think I can do five. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, uh, Rashi, thank you for joining us on Chewing the Fat here in the break room. I appreciate it. I appreciate taking the time out. I mean, uh, how you holding up? You Okay. I'm all right. I mean, you know, the strange thing is being a full-time writer, so much of what I do is essentially staying around in my professional pajamas and talking to my cat. So right. nothing has really changed <laughs> in that right. regard. But, you know, I feel like, and maybe it's just me, but I feel like even people who, you know, like I, I'm not, I joke around about going out, but we do go places, but it's yeah. always nice to be able to say, you know what, I'm not going anywhere for a couple of days. I've got what you need. I'm staying in. I don't want, I'm going to walk over to the blinds once or twice and look outside and go, nope, not going out there. But when it's forced upon you, I feel like we're all going, well, we've got to go. We've got to go. We've got to go. Absolutely. Yeah. There's this sense of, you know, the really big thing was I miss staying at home and knowing that it was a choice. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So do you live here in the United States? I do. I live in Atlanta. Uh, oh, oh, sorry about that. You can move away from there. You know, <laughs> have the cape. But I think they might even let you leave now. I, mean, I don't know if they'll, if they'll allow it, but you can leave Atlanta. Uh, I, I, I love Georgia. I'm just messing with you. So uh, your latest book, so you've, you've expanded it to five. All right. So the the new, the latest book, the uh, Arusha and the Tree of Wishes, uh, mm -hmm. right? I mean, the series is all about Arusha, right? That's true. Yeah. Well, and, she's, you know, the launching character and such, but in every book she gets a, essentially a new sister. So it's very much a story about found family. Uh, so, yeah. So I love, I love the idea of, uh, of a young girl who's in a sense, the, the hero of the book, right? The superhero of, yeah. of, of, of the series and, you know, being a, a, you know, a father of a, of a daughter, 
Uh, I'm a fan of, uh, you know, make, letting the girls realize that they too can be superheroes. Uh, you know, the world likes to pretend that men are in charge, but that's really not true. You and I both know that. <laughs> and it also, as I was looking through your, uh, through your notes, it said that, uh, and, uh, and uh, I don't know that they actually allowed this in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, uh-huh. but maybe they do in the day of Tiger King that you have a pet dragon. And I was like, oh, I am more of a fan than ever right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, that bio makes me so sad. So we had Panda. <laughs> our, he is our, our great Pyrenees dog for almost 13 years. And very recently... Our, we always call him our luck dragon because he looks like Falcor from Neverending Story. But very recently, he decided he was done with his earthly residence and he was oh, ready no. for the next stage of reincarnation. So I know he's watching from whatever constellation he's napping in, but he really was the best luck dragon ever. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've done, now, now I feel bad. I shouldn't have brought up the dragon. No, oh, he no. really, truly looked like a dragon. He was just fluffy and white in a complete and total mistake for us first-generation Americans. We never had dogs in India or the Philippines. You know what I mean? You'd be more likely to try and go on the street and eat one of them. Uh, so, you know, my family was shocked when, we, you know, our, me and my siblings were like, we want a dog. Well, what kind of American nonsense is this? We're like, we right. want a dog. And look at that one. That one looks like a tiny polar bear. Let's bring it home. And then it turned into Clifford and just took over our lives. But he was great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So uh, it also talks about you uh, attempting to be an attorney. Oh, and, yeah. uh, I, I love that because, you know, I mean, it, it actually gives you a way of thinking, that linear way of thinking. But it, uh, I get the impression that uh, within that linear way of thinking, that's when you wrote your first novel, right? So you had had enough and did not want to think that way anymore. Or does it help you in writing? It actually helps me extremely. Uh, yeah. I loved law school. I, I did one uh, summer associate thing where I lo- worked in a big law firm and the check was beautiful, but I couldn't remember the color of the sun, so I left. Yeah. Um, but what law really is, it's the study of storytelling. It's um, a celebration of language at its core, and it's beautiful. So one thing, whenever I'm writing, I actually always think about the advice, uh, or actually not so much the advice, but my contract professor yelling at all of us. When he would call on us in class and then we'd give an answer, he would then go with, uh, argue against yourself. (laughs) And so all the things you'd said, you now had to not backtrack, but twist it and look at it a different way. And it's something that I think has only improved my craft. That's, I mean, that's incredible. And so when you uh, were, obviously your first, uh, you know, novel still in school was a success and you decided, you know what, um, I want to see daylight and, and, and write some more stuff. So you decided to make that your life. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was really fortunate to be able to, to make that decision and to, to be in a place where, um, where I could do that with financial comfort, which is really the big thing. So with, uh, with your character, Arusha, and now you're saying it's a, you know, it's turned into a five part series. And mm-hmm. so, uh, at some point you've had to make a deal with, uh, you know, Netflix or Amazon or, uh, Quibi or someone that you're creating your, which turns into this five-part series. Um, I'm sure at, at some point when you first started it, did you envision it as a as a continued uh, continued series? Um, yeah, I always knew that there was no way that I would be able to tell the story in three books. I thought four books was a stretch. Um, and fortunately, the first two books performed really strongly, and so Disney allowed me to write a fifth. But when I started off with it, I think I I always knew how the story would end. And I think from there, it's just a process of reverse engineering. How do you get there for those characters? Right. So where where are we at now? You're at the the latest is uh, Tree of Wishes, uh, the third book. So where are we at in her uh, growth? She is in the middle of book four, at least is what I'm writing. And, you know, (laughs) I joke about it as I was telling a friend that um, so many stories, particularly when they're split up into three parts or more, they kind of follow a Star Wars structure, right? The first movie ends, everybody's happy except Chewie. Second movie ends, some Han Solo's in Carbonite. Third book, everything is crappy until all of a sudden it gets better. 
So in that way, Aru is in the dark night of her soul journey, I would say. Things are getting tough on our young heroine. Um, And mostly because she's being forced to actively unlearn the things that she was told were true. The people in her life that were supposed to uh, guide her and be good mentors, um, she's seen the dark side of that. And now she has to to make her own decisions and form her own opinions, essentially. Yeah. Have you been, uh, you know, I mean, you got nothing else to do, right? You're just sitting around writing. And uh, are, are you just stuck on Aro or have you been, uh, do you have other things that you're working on now that you're thinking, I got to get to this. I can't, you know, I'm stuck on Aro or is, just, is it just you and Aro hanging out in the back room? Uh, if only, then I could possibly finish one series on time. That would be nice. But I'm not <laughs> doing two series at once. So I'm writing Arushan, The End of Time, which again, Sailor Moon, Percy Jackson, Hindu mythology. I absolutely adore it. And I get to exercise all my middle school demons. Uh, on the other side of that, though, is my young adult trilogy called The Gilded Wolves. Um, it's set in 19th century Paris. And I described it as, if you like Nicolas Cage's treasure uh, hunting movie, National Treasure, but you don't like his face, I have the book for you. So I'm in the middle of that. Um, And honestly, when I'm done with both these series, I think I just want to write one good standalone, where when I say the end, I really mean the end. Leave my alone. Right. And and you say that, and then, uh, you know, someone will come knocking saying, you know, you really should have a part two. We could make a movie out of the whole darn thing. You may start writing it again. Uh, maybe. We'll see how far Possibly. along I am in, in my mortgage. <laughs> <Just> so, the, <laughs> so the latest uh, uh, Tree of Wishes is available now, and they can get it uh, wherever books are sold. And, yeah. of course, probably, uh, I'm sure, like uh, the rest of the world, you have a website that you'd like everyone to go to. Yes, uh, the website is just my first and last name. It's Roshni Chakshi, spelled R-O-S-H-A-N-I-C-H-O-K-S-H-I. And from there, you can find my Twitter handle and Instagram handle, again, first, last name, uh, and where I often post things I'm trying to write and pictures of Teddy the cat, who is the color of bread and very friendly. (laughs) That's fantastic. Thank you so much for for spending a little time with us today. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, as the rest of the world says uh, every day now, stay safe, okay? You too. Take care. So we might as well do the coronavirus update. Okay, okay, take it easy. I mean, good event. So the USA numbers today, as we record, the uh, USA has 597,838 cases of uh, coronavirus, 24,618 deaths. Wow. Worldwide, 1,963,010 total cases. 123,483 total deaths. I feel like we would have been over 2 million already. It kind of feels like it's slowing down a little bit. And that's, I know it's a feeling and I don't have an exact. Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not slowing down. Sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to get y'all worked up, but just letting you know. Uh, if you were trying to get through TSA yesterday and you were. <laughs> Take it easy. I don't think they're I think they're letting you through. But the numbers did go up. People flying yesterday. Wow. Remember the day before yesterday, we were down to 90,000. A little over 90,000 people flying through the TSA travel checkpoints. Yesterday, 102,184 people going through the t- TSA checkpoints. So good for them. I mean, we're starting to, starting to move a little bit. Good. <laughs> <laughs> And they're starting to smarten up a little bit. You always, I wondered about this, when this would actually start happening. And now they're, they're doing a story on it. Delta has starting, uh, is now going to start back to front boarding process. Why were they doing that? I mean, hello, uh, section two, we have first. And so even if you're, uh, even if you're in business class, uh, you don't get to go on first anymore. You got to hold up. We're putting people in the back first. So i I get that. I mean, it was nice. It's nice when you're in first class and business class and you're already on the plane and 
the people back in steerage have to walk by you to get on. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep moving. Don't don't mind me. Yeah, they don't want that anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the problem, right? You got some guy sitting in business class. <laughs> I'm trying to get by to go back to steerage. You don't want that guy hacking all over you. So good. Now we've got also, uh, apparently, scientists have discovered as the wet <laughs> markets, yeah, okay. as the wet markets in China are opening back up, we now have scientists telling us that they've discovered six new coronaviruses in bats. Yay! Now they're telling us, look, they're different from uh, the ones killing people around the world now, but don't worry about it. Fine. It's just a couple of new things that they can, you know, give us. It's okay. It's fine. Don't worry can about it. You quit your whining. Can quit we your stop, whining. Okay? Stop eating bats. Like, seriously, are they that delicious that we cannot live without eating bats? Honest question. They do not look like they have enough meat. They don't look like delicious. They don't look appetizing. Like at least when I pass the stupid cows every single day, I'm like, okay, you know what? That cow looks delicious. Now I know what that farmer is about to kill it and then sell it to Walmart. <laughs> or when I see a goat, I'm like, you know what? That goat looks delicious. I can see I can why. Eat I can eat that. I see a bat, especially when I first saw a bat was... Two years ago, right where your son lives, under that bridge in, um, Austin. in Austin. Yeah, the Bat Bridge. The Bat Bridge, where all the bat comes out. Um, did not look appetizing at all. Really? And I was right under them. I was. You didn't have like, didn't have like a fishing net to snag some bats and no, take home with you? No, I, I was looking at them. Even, even Fisher, even. I have bird feeders in front of the house, in the back of the house. I look outside, I see a pigeon or a bird. I'm like... You know what? That bird looks delicious. I bet if I put some ketchup on it and some barbecue sauce, that is a good bird to eat. I look at a bat. Man, no. I'm not eating that. I, I don't see the... Wow. This looks good. Let's put some barbecue sauce on it. Some Heinz ketchup. <laughs> and you're done. And bat soup. Boil them up. And by the way, bat soup. I, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. Like... Have we run out of bugs to eat? I prefer, <laughs> I prefer to follow the who's advice yeah, of eating the bugs before I. Think I, I do too. Before I think I, I do too. I even dare to think of, you know what, a bat soup or bat fried or bat a la mode or bat saute with onions and mushrooms sounds delicious. No, I'll take that cockroach milk. I'll take that, you know, cockroach saute <laughs> onions, and I'll take that. What is, is that worm? Yes, I'll take worms and uh, crickets. I'll take some crickets too. And can you sprinkle it with a little bit of I don't know ants? I want fire that'd ants. Be great. And that'd that'll be, great. be delicious. Ooh, and look, you know what? Let's go ahead and put that spider on there. Give Ooh, me a little bit of spider. Yeah, I want I want more protein. I want some more protein. And by the way, the flies, don't you dare kill those flies. I want them to land on top of this yes, as I'm eating I wanna, it, so I can just gobble them up. Yeah, I want to eat them live. I don't want to not want them. The no, flies no. are no good dead. They're no, no they're good no, to be no, dead. I want them to be buzzing inside my mouth, moving like, and I'm fighting with them. Like, no, don't stop moving. I'm gonna chew on you. That's when they're the best. When they're when they're in your mouth. Like, yes, and, and you, you hear that crunch. Crunch like that. Oh yes. Man. Oh man. And by the way, uh, uh, that's how I like my crickets too. I love my crickets live and them chirping crunch. and crunching on my ear. I mean, that, inside my mouth good. and I hear it. Crick, crick. Is that the sound yeah. you hear? Crick, 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 you must be eating a different kind of cricket. Than what me. are you eating? Because when I eat the cricket, when I bite into uh -huh. them, I don't hear I don't hear crick, crick. You don't? I just hear that. Oh, okay, okay. Just okay. a little. It's almost, it's almost the same as a fly, oh. but not quite. We got to stop, honestly. <laughs> we do. I know that was a joke, but like Asian people, a.k.a. you Chinese people, seriously, 
Email Fisher at chewingthefat at theblaze.com. And please, please, for dear God, tell us why the hell are you still eating bats? That'd be a good idea. I'd like to know why, what the what the fascination is. Yes. I and would have, like to know what the fascination is. Chinese people listening to us. I think the fascination has got to be is just that they no. don't have anything to eat. No, right? no. So there's bats. Are, there's such a there's such a plethora of bats on the planet. Like, are when, they, like seriously, are if, they, you had, if you had a net, if you had a fish net at the bat bridge, okay, you could hang it down there, and just when they start flying out, you just they just fly into the net, and you got a net full of bats. Okay, you just boil them up and put okay. some saltines on, them and you're good to go. See, the problem having with that is that there's a plethora. Of bats, uh, I don't know what this plethora is, but I don't. We have that's pictures. That, that's, that's the name of my bat company, Plethora Bats. Plethora, you know what? That's probably also the, the, the title of today's show, a plethora, plethora of bats. And on sale, on sale now. On sale now. You know what? That whole thing is going to be the show title. By the way, <laughs> we've seen pictures of the wet market. Yeah, bats are not the only ones there. Like I no, will even, not. I'll no, even, no, they're not. I'll even, forgive me for saying this, Fisher, but I'll even give you a pass for eating fluffy. I will me too. give you a me pass too. if you have to eat fluffy. I, I honestly will, saw. I, me too. I, I, I will when, prefer when they, showed, when they showed the dogs that they had piled up there. Yeah. that were already dead, and you know they were there to buy to eat because they were getting ready for their, you know the the dog party. Yeah, the dog meat party, the festival. That they yeah. were gonna have. And they're all the dogs all look exactly. Yeah, and the same. you're right. I, mean, I went back. Bread. I went back and I looked up the story we were talking about because I was kind of, I did not, it did not click. And once I saw the dogs, you're absolutely yeah. right. They're cow dogs, basically. Yeah, that's exactly. So they're, I, I they're get that. I, kinda, I, yes, I understand. That. Yes, but I will literally excuse you from eating dogs. Actually, I prefer you. To eat those cow dogs, cow dogs before you eat that bat. Seriously, yeah. we're not running out of food. If you're listening to, and even even if you are listening to who, saying that we're running out of food, there's the the whole world is overpopulated. Follow their guidelines. You know what they're telling you? They're telling you to eat bugs and yeah. cockroach milk and 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 larvae and, and marsupials. I don't know. I know. They never said eat bats. I've never heard them say that. I've missed, maybe I missed a couple of meetings with the who people, but right now the person think, that it- I think on page two. On page two? Maybe page two, maybe page three. I can't remember which one it was. Right there between the lines of dogs and bugs. Uh-huh. It says bats. Oh, but you know what? Yeah. I'll stand corrected then. And then we got news that the uh, they're finding that air samples from patients who have coronavirus- so when you walk by someone, <laughs> dude, take it easy. Thirteen feet. Hello. I mean, it's being transmitted thirteen feet in the air. If you get, if you walk by someone and you get the. <laughs> So you need a little bit more social distancing going on if that's true. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcast. So we're smack dab in the you know middle of the COVID-19. It looks like some of the numbers are starting to even out a little bit. People are, you know, starting to freak out. But we've definitely had some buying things change. I saw where um, uh, processed food has picked up sales, at least a small sales. I mean, Kraft Heinz enjoyed a three 3% increase in sales with their uh, processed food. You know, people, you know why? Because people want mac and cheese. They want the macaroni and cheese in the box. It's, it's easy. Okay. It's easy. It's so easy. You put it on the, on the, on the thing, you turn it on, and, the thing, and, and the then you thing, put the water in there, and, and you're done. You throw up. some of the cheese powder. Doesn't we believe that it's real cheese powder? We don't care that it's not. And it would just put it in and stir it up. Then people have bought uh, jigsaw puzzles. Get this though! Wow, man, the 136 year old puzzle maker uh, Raz Ravensburger. Ravensburger. 
I would say that because, like, for those of you that don't know the biggest puzzle maker in the world, Ravensburger. I mean, I didn't know. Hello. That. We just my wife just pulled out a couple of puzzles oh, yeah. too that oh, she bought. Yeah. Um. Can you? Because we've had them. We've had these puzzles for a while. She got them from Wall Builders a while ago. Okay. Also, oh, they're educational. Well, I mean, they're Declaration of Independence. If guys. they are from Wall Builders, <laughs> and this audience knows about Wall Builders. I mean, it's no, it's no, it's no Ravensburger or Ravensburger puzzle. Either or. But they sold an average of seven puzzles a minute. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. They've been selling puzzles at a rate of nearly 20 per minute. So they got 286% increase. Good. I mean, they are stamping out some puzzles, man. By, by the way, it's funny you said because I was listening to uh, a financial podcast and they talk other than this one well this is not a financial podcast uh, you can't count down the numbers of this podcast but go ahead <sighs> campbell <laughs> soup just reported a 366 percent increase yeah oh yeah and talk about my shelves soup. my shelves have helped increase that as well so did we forget about campbell soup yeah, they were struggling. They I mean, were? We didn't forget. We didn't forget about them, but they were the sales were down. You know, I mean, they were the sales were down because people didn't want. They they'd rather make their own, and they didn't. You know, it was the old style. They were talking about at one point changing the labels again and trying to get people to notice them on the shelves. They felt like it was, uh, you know, people would you look at Campbell's and it's just oh yeah, it's Campbell's. You know, you just kind of walk by it or whatever. They were. I I remember reading about that. I remember reading about. Uh, some of the uh some of the what the heck was it it was like the preservatives that okay. were in some of the soups oh, and stuff yeah, that yeah, people yeah. were worried about and it was uh and, and but now again just like a mac and cheese so yeah who is worrying about gmos right now yeah apparently nothing because the only thing shelves that are full are the vegan shelves yep and by the way it's pretty cool campbell also announced that it will pay a two and a to an hour premium to all hourly workers and a $100 a week premium to frontline supervisors and other managers. There They're swimming in soup money. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, in this podcast, it was also talking about, so you also have big toilet paper. They're swimming in big toilet paper yeah. now. Here's the problem. When everything cools off, no one's going to buy toilet paper for a while because their garage has 8,000 rolls, so they're good for a lifetime. I know. So all these toilet paper people, like, what do they do? Well, he's got to slow production down, right? And they have to but reach not only slow, slow down, down. Do, do you venture into something else? Oh, wait, you can't, because they also have 8,000 tissue paper, so you can't do yeah. that. Oh, let's do a uh, hand towel. No, can't do that, because... There's another eight. Th so any paper product, people already stocked so up to the end. If you're a toilet paper company, like I would start right now mm -hmm. and say and put expiration dates on them. Ooh. So right now, you don't have to do it. Don't have to mention it. Just start stamping expiration dates on the rolls of toilet paper. Doop, well, doop, doop. So after after it all settles down, uh -huh. and you've got eight pallets of toilet paper in your garage. Uh huh. With cases, you know, hundred cases of pallet. And you think you're living large, no problem. You don't need any toilet paper. And then you hear the report. Toilet paper companies are saying that we're getting the three-month window of toilet paper rotting into people's garages because it's out of date. You know what's so sad? You know what is so sad about that? <laughs> that if that actually comes out, and I'm scared of you talking because you usually <laughs> are right about some things, um, people will actually believe that i know and then you'll see mountains <laughs> mountains of toilet paper being thrown away i could just see the local news sending yep. you know clarice out with with the cameraman i need you to go you know i need you to go by fort worth keller and play you know and i need you to just go grab some footage of all these people taking their pallets out and leave them outside. Oh, and the neighborhood bonfires of toilet out of date toilet paper. Oh no! It looks like meteorologist Joe is going to predict what it's going to rain. Oh, 
Oh, so those of you looking to have a bonfire with your toilet paper, you want to get that out there now because the rain is coming this afternoon. You want that rain to put those fires out. Yeah, it's going to happen. And now I see where, uh, again, as we talked about, uh, people buying habits, the headline, they're buying hair dye. Duh. What did I tell you a month and a half ago? Duh. You were all over that. I can't wait to see people's real hair color. Yeah. It's funny. When they realized, oh, crap, I can't see my barber or my hairstylist anymore. And I'm right there with you. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying I saw it coming. I was like, oh, crap. My hair's that color? I know. It's funny. um, Walmart CEO shared most frequently purchased item each week since March. So week one, hand sanitizer and soap. Of yeah, course. of course. Shelves were empty. Shelves gone. Were. Week two, toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah. Makes Saw sense. Saw that coming. Yep. Everyone. Now, week three, four, and five. No, week three and four, I don't understand. So maybe you can explain that to me. Okay. Week three, baking yeast. Yeah, people want to make their own bread and stuff because my wife did. Is that because people were wanting to make bread or is that because people were putting it on social media and they wanted to participate on the fad of making bread? <laughs> because Instagram you know the answer to that is yes. Yes. My Instagram is being flooded. Every yeah. single female, mom, everybody and the mother are making bread and posting. Yeah. I do not want to see you making bread. I do. My wife makes great homemade bread, man. That's good. Okay. Like I said, I don't want to see you making bread. I want you to bring me the bread. Yeah, but bread. they can't make look, Chris. It's twenty twenty. Right, you can't make something in your kitchen without posting on Instagram. Are you dumb? You know what? I think it's a law. I mean, if you if you make something, if you bake something in your kitchen and you don't post it on Instagram, you could go to jail in today's world. Can I quote you on that? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. Week four, spiral hams. Kind of weird, right? What is that? Those are from pigs. That's what they make. Hams. It's they come from pigs and it's just that it's just uh their people were thinking that they were going to run out of meat they're out of food and you could freeze oh, it okay and it was easter coming up right so everybody was still thinking they were still who had easter mm. coming everybody wanted to have their easter hams yep and they were th- and we, we got to get out and get our hams for easter because we're not going to be able to go to the store and everything's going to be shut down we could just put it in the freezer if we need it okay by the and, way and when you make a ham, then you use, if you get one with the bone, you make, you know, you use it to make soup. Oh, the bone. Yes. Oh, delicious. Yeah, ham hock soup. By the way, I just Google spiral hams and we have a, the honey bake ham company down the street. So if you want to go, it closes at 6 p.m. So if you want to go hit the honey bake ham company. Yeah, my wife is allergic to honey, remember? Can't have any of that in the okay, house, so man. That's would fine. Drop so her over, man. So let's go to South Lake and hit the, uh, <laughs> Let's hit the uh, Honey Baked Express. You know, it's another ham shop over there. Oh. I was like, look, we brought home some honey ham. You Dead. okay? <laughs> well, you know, 18 years is a long time. So, and some of my say. I forgot about the honey. And, and some of us say, you know, 18 years on anything is way too old. So. <laughs> Is that what some of you say? Yes, yes. Yeah. And finally... And the guy in Florida that uh, decided that he was going to uh, kill his wife, too, and then use his... It was coronavirus. Uh, I don't know what happened to her. She was sick with coronavirus, and then, look, she got sicker and sicker, and we were talking to her, and I said, Honey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, she died. Uh, she died of coronavirus. Uh, come to think of it, no. Uh, no, she didn't. Uh, you killed her, and you're going to jail now. Have a nice day. Wow, that took yeah. a turn. Yeah. That Thank took you. a turn. Thank um, you. Yeah. If you're a criminal, do not tell people. <laughs> he, I know this is wrong, Fisher. I know this is wrong to say. Oh, no. But he could have gotten away with it. He could have gotten away with it. Done, done properly. Done properly. He could have I mean, done. That's almost with any crime. Right? No, nobody commits a crime thinking that they're going to get caught. Right? I mean, you don't. No, you <laughs> you always say that, but you have to think always in the back of your head. I'm going to get caught. What's my escape plan? You have to think about it that way. All right. All right. Finally, and week five of the frequently purchased item out of Walmart, 
You guessed it, Fisher. Hair clippers and dyes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, of so course. So it took us five weeks into yep. the pandemic to get to hair clippers and dye. Because everybody thought that they were going to, you know, well, oh, they, just, I, they just got their hair done before the lockdown or they went and got it done before the, you know, the lockdown yeah, was coming and they went and yeah, got it. Yeah, pre-COVID, yep. Because I had, I had an appointment. That Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And Thursday night. Uh, yeah, we're closed. Uh, <laughs> have a nice day. We really appreciate your business and everything, but uh, no. Is that a membership barbershop or is it just a barbershop? Yeah. Ooh. Did they stop taking your membership payments? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, funny thing is, is that's still on, on on the account. Because mine is still in the uh, account too, and I and I'm so okay. It, since I opened that door, this is gonna be my my time to like complain. I have two memberships: one for a car wash and one for the barber shop. Both of them have debited account. Why? Why are you Wait, still? They're still debiting your account. They're still taking money from my account. By the way, speaking of that, <laughs> if I find out, if I find out why the freaking Texas Toll Authority is still taking forty bucks money out of my account, yes. Oh, that's that three. Me off. That's three. The, the toll people, because they take now forty bucks instead of twenty bucks. And what's the line? I mean, I looked. Two weeks ago, they took 40 out. Okay. And, and a couple of days ago, they took another 48. Now, the only person that's been driving is your wife. Is my wife. Yeah. Who takes, like, takes her father to the doctor. Yeah. And that's where the, the new office that they have to go to because of COVID-19 is on the other side of Texas. So she has to take the toll. But it is actually on the other side of the city, so she has to take the toll, which is you know more than more than it normally would be. But I don't take any. I haven't been driving at all, and so there's no. So you're telling me that now that there's nobody's on the roads, you're charging me ten bucks a pop to drive on your roads, yeah. on your toll roads? No. Odd. Uh, what are you doing? I mean, in fact, I have a note here <laughs> posted on my wife's computer for bill time. Toll payments. Look into the toll bill. What the hell? Yeah, I'm sorry, but gyms have canceled payments. Why are people still barbershops, tolls, and um, car washes that are membership? Why are you still debiting money out of my account? Hold up. Let's put a pause in it because here's the thing. I think you prefer you put a pause on it because if I put a pause on it, guess what? It's going to be permanent. Yeah. yeah. These are some of the things that we're going to discuss during our Zoom uh, get together. Yes. On Friday. Yes. Uh, so if you have, if you want to, if you would like to be a part of our Zoom get together on Friday, uh, be sure to email chewingthefat at theblaze.com, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, and we'll send you a link of uh, how to hook up with us. And we'll uh, get together and we'll talk about uh, your payments and who's yeah. still charging you and who's not. Yeah, and um, by the way, it's on Friday. Have we decided a time? No, we have not. Okay, so we'll do a meeting tomorrow, you and me, and talk about what time. And we also have to talk about when are we doing our conversation chat. Oh, yeah, we have to do that. Because I we feel that that's another important... Chat. You know, because like you always say, that's for the YouTube. That's for the YouTube. That's channel. for the YouTube chat. Yeah, chewing the fat. No, the YouTube channel, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Yeah, we have to do that for YouTube, and that's that will be titled. Uh, uh, are you a grandpa or not? Something like that. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Is it? Is it grandpa talk or not? By I don't the way, know, I wanna. Like uh, I see. You know, we're about to hit the one hour mark. If you listen to the podcast. We'll just uh, tighten it up if you if will, you're the producer. Okay. Just edit it. Down. I will what edit it down, and I'll make sure it's not an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to I want to bring up two items. I told you. I you think I'm joking? When I mean I could sit down at this thing and we could just go. I could go for like two or three hours every day. I want to bring. We just talk. Two items. One is Jeremy, Brian, Michael, Scott, Bart, Barry, Don, Jeff, Chuck, Bob. Jolene, Joe, Natalie, Ryan, Brett, Robert, Mandy, Paul, Jude, Derek, Colin, Jewel, Just Peachy. We hear you, and we have your record of you want to participate. 
Wow, those are just some of the people joining this, us. Nice. That's, I like that's it. page one out of four. So nice. um, welcome. Welcome. And also, you pissed me off this morning with that Quibi story. And I feel that we're not going to get to it today because we've I feel. Gotta, we've got to talk about the Quibi stuff, though. Because yeah. I, I just want to know if you are a. Uh, if you have downloaded Quibi and are watching the shows because of us, I am. Oh, man, yesterday I sat down to watch a show and have my. And it, was, it was in between time. I was having lunch and I thought, oh, I can catch a couple of a couple of Quibi shows. And uh, I sat down and I just I just sat down my and I had my phone turned horizontal, and the show started playing. Wait, what? Playing horizontal? No, 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 not, that's. Not and possible. I was like, wait. What? That's not possible. And you know, then I move it back. It goes back to vertical. It goes back, I, it, back and forth. I can watch it horizontal or vertical. Now I'll be damned. That did was not like that. And then I went back and looked at some of their press releases early on. And there's some of their press releases early on said that it was going to be able to do that. But I know for a fact, with our reviews and when we were using it, it would not do that. No, no, because we were upset. Yes. So I want to say you're welcome. Absolutely. For alerting Quibi yes. that that was not uh, that was not on their app ready to go, mm-hmm. and they just they just made it. It was just like, oh, well, don't say anything. Just just activate it because that's what happened. I'm telling you, that's what happened. That really, I was just incredible. You're welcome. See, because that you know a little baseball inside that happened right after we recorded the show jeffy texted me and as soon as he texted me i tried it and i sent him a text wtf (laughs) and then i'm checking everything i'm like did they send an update and the only thing i could think of is us complaining and doing not just one review i feel like we've been doing a review for like two weeks now I, I, I did two on YouTube, you and did I've two done on three YouTube, or four on podcasts. And the last six podcasts all have Quibi on the title or the description. And this is another one that is bothering me because you told me, hey, Quibi's doing great because... Yeah, they, Meg Whitman, uh-huh. I, I read a quote told CNBC uh-huh. that they had 1.7 million downloads the first week. And I thought to myself, before you get to what made you angry, I thought to myself, okay, well, okay, so 1.7 million downloads that first week. They're giving away 90 days free, right? They're giving away 90 days free. A, I'd like to know how many of those paid. And B, how many of those do you think are going to transfer to being paid? Mm Mm-hmm. Because after 90 days. Not only the 90 days, there was no option. Okay, fine. You want to give people 90 days to try your product? more power to you because that means that you have that much faith in your product. And they should. Their and product should. has been great. It's a their, one, their content is good. What, what was this? A one point, Not everything, but $1.7 billion dollar or $1.1 billion? $1.7 million downloads. No, oh, no, no. What they got, the yeah, startup money was a yeah, lot. $1.7 billion. Uh, it was put, a lot. Let's put $1.7 and $1 billion of that money went to Chris Teigen and That's another <laughs> they got day. $18 billion dollars worth of startup money. That that's that just upsets me. But the the thing that I saw when I was getting my ninety day is there was no option. Let's say I really want to believe and I believe in this full on quibby that it's time to watch TV differently. I didn't have a chance to do like a year subscription like Disney did, but like people like Stu, people like uh, uh Pat, like Glenn, years, they got like fifteen years subscription. Yeah. <laughs> With just Disney. got it out of the way. Yeah, just get out of the way. Fine. You go, oh, how much you need? Three thousand dollars. Okay, uh, I'm in uh, for two years. So I didn't see that, and I honestly feel that out of that 1.7 million dollar nose that they are saying that they got the first week, I don't think that many people are going to pay for. I see them paying the 4.99 a month with the ad, you know, because you get ads in that one. Yeah. But 7.99. No way. Without ads. And plus, uh, with the ads, I don't see how that translates into being able to pay for the content that they're producing. No. Christy Teigen show. 
Oh, I did catch that too yesterday. I watched I watched two watched episodes okay. for you. Oh, well, you did more than that because I just watched one and I threw my phone to the wall. I had to it go buy was, a new phone. And I've, I watched all the other shows I watched were really Great. good. I have no really issues good. except for I know Fish and I know you said you wish this is not true, but I'm telling you it is true because of the power cast that that first episode has. I feel that Christy Teigen show is the most expensive show in the entire network. I uh, don't. No way. I feel that that show took a billion dollars just to produce. <laughs> if that's true, shut it down. Unbelievable. It down. And the reason why this story got me all upset is because what was the chick said? The downloads they got? Meg Whitman, CEO okay. of uh, Quibi. 1.7 million downloads in the first week. Okay. According to Sensor Tower, who stores intelligence platforms, revealed that 300,000 300, users downloaded the app of Quibi on its first day. Okay, well, this was the week, though. This was the week. 1.7 million for the week. 300,000 the first day. That could, that could turn into a million seven for the week. Ah! Uh! I think, and I think that I helped in that. I'd like to say that we helped in that in that first week. I believe that. They, and even before, we talked about it before. I gave them love before because I love the idea. I think it's great. And they were, to give them credit, two days ago, they were the number three on the app store. Yeah, yeah I just find it incredible. I don't know how they're going to sustain creating the content that they're creating. Without, you know, $18 billion a year. No, it's, I don't understand it either. But Because the content they're creating, first of all, they're creating content that's great and they're creating content that sucks. I mean, they're, yeah. they're creating, there's all kinds of content that they're creating that they're spending all kinds of money on, like Christy Teigen, that sucks. Yeah, and, and that's that the problem. That terrible. That's the problem with that show. It's just, it sucks in a bad way because it shows that sucks and you're willing to finish the show. And I could that's give you, terrible. I could give you two shows like that Station 19 and 911 Lone Star. Those shows suck. But guess they, what? They, well, 911 Lone Star actually uh, started to try to get better, but it was it was too late. Because yeah. the only people that were watching it was me and you. I got mean, my wife going, well, they're trying to get better. And 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 I wanted them to go better, but I feel and that. And the reason, and I'll tell you why, that you're hanging on that. Because you like the original. And so you're giving Lone Star the you're shot. You're giving him a shot to, to, come on, and it's Texas. You I expect know. it to be good. Uh, and you kept expecting, you know, at least you sat there and go, well, maybe we'll do a crossover. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for a crossover. I was waiting for, hey, let's start 911 Big Apple. Yeah. 911 Sunshine State. 911, I don't know. I thought it was going to be a, a trend of yeah. each I mean, major here's, here's city. One, here's, one that, here's one that will sell for you. You ready? Okay. 911 Everglades. Where's that at? We're done.